Hi, everybody, and welcome to Mind Body Evolution podcast for this week. How are you doing, Allison? I am okay. I'm okay. I am okay today. <laughs> That's good. I, I guess okay is better than bad. Yes. It is. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to start us off with one of your quotes? Yes. It's by Brene Brown, and it goes like this. Talk to yourself like you would talk to somebody you love. I love that because it's so true. How many times do we beat ourselves up in our head saying things that we would never, ever, ever say to another individual except ourselves, right? It's so true. I've, I've done it all my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's a difficult thing to get out of the habit of doing. And I know that that's something that you and I wanted to bring up today was um, our judginess, how we judge ourselves in our own mind. Um, I think a lot of times, even unconsciously, we say things that um, we don't even know that we're judging. It's so ingrained in us. What do you think? I think, are you talking to Charlie? Yeah, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> she, she's sitting here and staring at me while I'm, while I'm podcasting. She's not quite a, awake yet. She doesn't like to get up till around 10 o'clock. So she's upset that I'm I'm talking and disturbing her sleep. <laughs> Gotta love our bulldog. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's such a stinker. She's laying back down now. She's getting into um, the tub. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to self-judgment. Um, yes. I think we start judging ourselves when we're very young based on what we see other people are doing and acting and saying. And I think our brains um, file it away in our subconscious. Um, and I believe there's two types of self-judgments. I think that um, some self-judgment um, if it's logical and and thought out, it could come from self. It could come from a place of self love, and I say that because as I grew into the person I am today, and and I became more aware of myself and what who I am and what I wanted, um, some self judgment needed to be looked at in order for me to take action and change it. So not all self-judgment is bad unless we're not doing anything about it, unless it's coming from contempt. Um, does that make sense to you? Because um, everyone, I, I feel like when you look on social media and you look at all these different gurus, a lot of um, people talk about self-judgment as being a bad thing. And it necessarily doesn't need to be a bad thing because at one point or another in our life, when we created it in our mind, um, it was helping us. Right. But the question to ask today is it, does this serve me today? Is this helping me be the person I want to be today? Right. Um, do I do this sometimes? And if so, what are those events that create these self-judgment thoughts? Um, and really take the inventory to 
to know, am I coming from a place of self-love and wanting to grow as a person? Or am I coming from a place of contempt to hold myself down and stop myself from doing things? Yeah, no, I think you put that beautifully. Um, that there is a difference in the intention behind it. So are you, because it's like if, if the judge can be helpful, if it's trying to get you to look at behaviors that are no longer helpful to you or serving you. Um, I think that's so true. Um, and I do believe that our judge is created at a very young age. I think it's created to protect us when we're younger and in certain situations. But I do feel like it grows as a, as we get older and it can definitely be a detrimental saboteur in our thinking the older we get. Um, but I do love the fact that you, you said that sometimes it can be useful because I do, I do, I agree with that a hundred percent. I don't think I had thought of it that way before. Um, so I like that you brought that up for sure. Um, and I like, I do, I feel like, um, a time when it's easy to identify with the judgy part of ourselves is when we're teenagers and it's like everything is, you're just trying to figure out everything, like how, what your values are, how you're going to be, how you're going to act. I feel, I feel like a lot of people understand it when you talk about it in that way, because everybody felt it. I feel like, cause I remember walking into a room and going, Oh my, I look, I am not dressed the right way. Like, this does not look right. I do not look right. My hair does not look, look right. You know, a lot of superficial things, but they mattered at the time. And the older we get, I think we still have that in us, but we have to learn how to tame it and push it down and understand what that judge is for so that it doesn't, um, I guess so it does, like you said, it doesn't serve us anymore. They're, it, judging us holds us back is what I think. I believe that um, what you're talking about and through my experiences, especially young, um, now it's the Instagram and it's um, it's not so much magazines oh, anymore. Yeah. No one really gets magazines. Exactly. But when we were growing up, it was magazines. Um, now it's Instagram and um, yes. other social media platforms where um, my teenage self, if I was looking and seeing um, the beautiful houses, the pretty bodies, um, what I think my body should look like and what I think my mind should be thinking and what I think I should be doing, the, the worst dangerous word a person could have for themselves is the word should yes. everyone should get rid of that out of their vocabulary <laughs> i agree a hundred percent yes no shoulda coulda work as like get rid of it i agree it has so much power and yes it, and it opens the door for the judger to come out and be like judging ourselves for the clothes we're putting on our body for the way our body looks mm -hmm. for the um, way we feel about our bodies and the way we feel about ourselves and the way we feel about our actions and the way we feel about our mistakes. It, it gets so deep and it turns into a big snowball. And um, that's a part of being a teenager and growing up and figuring out who we are and what we want to be. Um, but if we keep throwing flames at that fire 
as we're older, it prevents us from living life. It prevents us from being happy. It prevents us from moving forward. It prevents us from going for that perfect career job. It prevents us from having that relationship that we always wanted. And that is the stuff that's dangerous. That's the stuff that's not healthy. But when we look at it as um, in a self-loving way, now I'm aware. Now I'm aware of this judge. What am I going to do with it? Right. I'm going to talk yeah. to it. I'm going to talk to it as if, if it's a person. Like, and call I'm it say, out. Listen, yeah. This is not who I am and what I want to be. How can I change these thoughts? And it goes back to our last podcast, um, affirmations. is right. a good way to change the thoughts in our head. But there's also other tools that we could have and use to um, help retrain our mind and change the location and the intent of the judgment. Yeah, I agree. If that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. And I like this saying that I've, I've heard, um, I don't know, I probably heard it about a year ago, but I love it. It says, um, the judger, it makes us fail before we even try because the judger will hold us back. Just like you said, instead of thinking I can go, I can be better. I can do better. I can have better. It holds us back and says, no, you can't. You can't have that. Why? You're not smart enough. You don't have the right degree. You don't have the right, um, whatever it is that you need. So that is the judger talking in our minds. And so it literally stops you uh, before you even try. And trying is the only way you know if you're going to do something. So I think the judge is huge in that. And I agree with you. We have to be able to identify it. And I love the fact that you talk to it. Like identify it and say, this is my judge. This is the judger right now in my head. And I'm not going to let you control me right now. And it goes back in some ways to what they do with cognitive behavior therapy, where it's like, name it, like be aware of it and then challenge it. Say, is what my judge telling me right this minute? Absolutely true. Like, is, is it, is, is what this judge saying in in my head, um, true or is it false? And then you identify it and then you handle it that way. Um, but one thing I have to go back to that you talked about that you always bring up points that I don't think about initially, which I love, um, is the whole social media game nowadays. And I don't think it's just for kids. I think it's for um, adults as well. Maybe not the physicality of who looks the cutest or the best pictures, but how many times have I been there and I see somebody's on this fabulous vacation and it's like, wow, I wish I could have been, I wish I could go there. I wish I could do that. You know, and I still think that there's some of that judge even in grownups and social media because, um, people basically put the good stuff on, you know, nobody, and most people don't put the negative stuff on even as grownups. So I think that uh, flows through not just the younger generation, which God love them. Like they, that is, that is definitely tough. Um, Cause you never know. Like I know when we were young, like you didn't know you really missed a party until like after it was over and the week later and people were talking about it nowadays, if you miss a party, like, you know, within two seconds, cause everybody's putting the pictures up. And I think that can be very detrimental and feed right into that judge. Uh, uh, oh yes. 100%. Uh, yeah. it, it, it's, 
and it makes it more relevant to the person of it, it like almost like feeds the judge in the head they're like well, I must not be good enough. I must not be popular enough. I must not be liked enough. I must be that awful person that just doesn't get invited to things. And and it starts feeding that judge and making that judge bigger in your head. But a judge, technically, the judge in everybody, everybody has a judger inside them. And the judge inside of you is to bring order and and balance and harmony in our lives even like a judge at a courtroom they're there to bring balance in the in the judicial system right and to make sure it's true accurate and has and all the facts are being heard inside our body the same thing is happening if if you want to look at it that way and um when these things are happening right in front of our eyes immediately that judge starts growing and telling ourselves all these awful things about ourselves when in all reality, um, they're really not true. It really has nothing to do with me. It had to do with the person that was creating the event that I wasn't invited right. to. They had certain criteria they wanted to follow. Has nothing to do with me. Exactly. As a person. And I'm going to talk about this right now because my daughter's graduated. Right. And we're not having the big party like I wanted. And I and her talked about it. And she, because of her OCD and everything's happened with the coronavirus and everything that's happened with her since the coronavirus became very um, much a part of our lives. And her OCD has a lot to do with cleaning and cleansiness and health and, and the health of her body and her family that she, um, I'm trying to figure out how we could celebrate with the people that love her. And so we're breaking it down and we're literally only inviting certain family members to our house on the 27th. And I'm asking them to respect that and, and to not bring anybody else, just the people that I specifically text message because it's important to her to stay safe. And it's important for me to have her feel safe in her house while we're celebrating. I know it's going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. And I and it hurts me that I it feels that way. But it's okay because it has nothing to do with them because she wants everybody, but she can't have everybody because her brain's telling her she can't. And it's okay right now. And and it's just like it goes into like I I'm not judging anybody. I'm I'm trying to help my daughter feel safe in the celebrations. And it has nothing to do with anybody else. Right, you know right. I mean? No, no, no. You had to make the call for her and do what is right. And I sometimes people don't understand the situation. So I think if you explain, especially if they're family, if you're explaining it, hopefully they understand the situation. Um, totally. Yeah. But there's one thing I want but to it's say. The same concept. Say, oh, absolutely. Absolutely the same concept. I also want to mention that I know that we've been talking so far about the judge inside our head, judging ourselves. Our judges, I think something we have to be aware of, uh, judges other people as well, which is which is not necessarily the best to be doing. I think it's a natural instinct a lot of times. But um, what would you, you ever hear the saying? You ever hear the saying when you're pointing when you're pointing a finger? How many fingers are pointing? No, at? I haven't. <laughs> 
Well, when you're pointing a finger at somebody, put your hand in a pointing position. How many fingers are pointing back at you? When you're judging somebody, it really is you're judging yourself. You're looking at imperfections in others. And in reality, those imperfections are living inside of you. And what are you going to do to change that? Wow, that was pretty heavy. I like it. I like it because you're saying that it's the insecurity that is popping up in ourselves when we're looking and judging somebody else. Exactly. Okay. That makes sense. It totally makes sense. Um, so it always comes back. To always. That. I do agree with that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like when you're walking down the street and you see someone wearing something really funky <laughs> and you're like, holy <laughs> Crap. That is the most funkiest outfit. I would never wear that. That's yeah. Oh, yeah. Or if you're like, did they even look in the mirror when, before they left the house? And the fact of the matter is, is it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, people are allowed to be people. And that's, that's natural. Yeah. Everyone has those thoughts. It's, you're not Yes. Crazy. No, no. Well, I think we all are. <laughs> that's my belief. We all, we all are a little bit crazy, but we're all our own version of crazy, which is perfectly fine. That's the way I look at it. That's what makes uh, the human experience so beautiful and fun. And and then you think, and then when you see that person, really, it's like, really, why is that bothering you that they're wearing that? <laughs> yes. I'm like, they're not uncomfortable, obviously. So why are you yes. uncomfortable? Start asking yourself those questions. When you see someone acting a certain way and you're pointing fingers and judging them, why are you judging them? What inside of you is making you uncomfortable before, because they're dancing in the street in the middle of a rainstorm, whatever right. it is. Yeah. I'm just throwing just plain, like random examples, but like it always comes back to ourselves. Like, what are we thinking? Why are we thinking this? Is it serving us right now? Is it the truth? Right. Exactly. You were um, on fire today, Allison. I love it. Everything that you're saying about the judge, it's so important. And I think when we talk about it, whether the, the one thing that you just said that really struck home with me is whether it's us looking at somebody else, um, it always comes back to self. And I think that's important because control is an illusion in our life 99% of the time. The one thing we can control is our thoughts. We can control how we think about a situation, about people, about our lives, about what's happening to us, about the world around us. And having that control, like that is seriously the only time we have control over pretty much anything in this world and understanding that and being aware is another word that I think is very important when it comes to knowing what's rambling around in your head. I know I've talked or I like to talk about the toddler mind, like just where these thoughts just happen and you just do them and you think you have no control over what's happening inside your own mind, which is the complete opposite of reality. All of our control is over our thoughts. It doesn't mean that thoughts are going to pop up that we don't want or thoughts that aren't necessarily serving us. But when they do pop up, you do what we say. You acknowledge them and you challenge them. Is this thought true? Is it untrue? You know, does it serve me? Does it not serve me? Is it a thought I need to change? Is it a thought I need to throw away? 
And I love the fact that um, I think wasn't it weren't, weren't you and I talking where you said you actually named the judger in your head, like you gave it a physical name, like. I know, I know people okay. have given judgment. their yeah. ego, they name their ego, they uh-huh. name their judger, they name, um, and they talk to it as if it's a person and they have these conversations to help um, change it and help be a better person for themselves. And it's a good tool. It really is. When you name it and you have these conversations, no, you're not crazy. You're literally teaching your mind where, where it should be sitting, where, where those thoughts should be sitting, where those thoughts should be going, how you could create positive action to change those thoughts. I just love that. I think everybody should name the judger in their head. Maybe that's everybody's homework assignment after this podcast. Choose a name that resonates with you for the judger in your head. And then and then call her out. <laughs> a fun name would be Judge Judy. <laughs> that would be hysterical. you be like, listen, Judge Judy, not today. Not today. Get out of my head. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's really about self-love and um, meditation is a great tool. And I'm going to say this because I was the most horrible meditator when I first learned about meditation. I was like, I'm not like those foo-foo people. I can't sit there and meditate and hum and all that crazy stuff. And um when I started practicing it, no, my mind did not shut up right away. <laughs> it took a very yeah. long time. And um, in the practice of meditation, as you grow in meditation and your mind silences, that's when you become aware of the judger inside of you. And once you're aware of the judger inside of you and what this judger tells you, then you're able to question it. Then you're able to take the actions to start changing it. And I'm going to say this again. There's two, type of, two types of judgments in our body, in our mind, in our soul. And it is the one that comes from self-love, where it creates change into the best person you could possibly be. And then there's the one of the critic, the one that is stopping you from being the best right. person you could be. And learning the difference, it takes time. It takes a lot of work within yourself. It takes help from coaches. It takes help from family and friends. It takes help from getting honest with yourself and loving yourself enough to want to look at it. And I'm going to say this journey for myself has been hard because there's been times where I've put myself in such a happy bubble where nothing fazed me. I was on a roll and I was going to be happy and it didn't, it didn't matter what was going on in the world around me. And, and then I, that bubble would burst and I would crash and then I would have to work my way back into that bubble. And now I'm at a stage where I became aware a few weeks ago of some judgments I have within myself. And it's been hard the last couple of weeks. And I crashed hard this last past week, not because, um, 
I was in a, such a happy bubble because I really haven't been in a happy bubble for a long time. I have moments of happiness and, and harmony in my life where I am happy. I'm truly happy for everything that I have and I'm truly grateful. But I'm in a stage where I am growing. I, and, I, and it's hard to admit, like, I have more down times than I do happy times lately. And it's not because I'm not living a good life. It's because I'm breaking through to a new level of judgment that I didn't realize wow. I had. And um, I've been angry and I've been sad and I've been paralyzed a, a few days and I gave myself grace. That's one of the things that I learned through this. And I think that's why I'm so yeah. passionate about it today is because I really have been looking at my judger and I really been looking at, does it, is it serving me or not serving me? Am I, and, and am I, and I, am I projecting it on right. other people? And I have been at my workplace and it's not been a good feeling. And I've really been looking at it and really trying to make some action plan to change it and become the best person I know I can be and to live in the law of excellence and live in the law of um, love and, and kindness and, and bring value to people, true value, my true authentic self. And it's been, it's been an up and down road the last, especially the last couple of weeks. I really appreciate you sharing that with us because I think that is something a lot of people go through and transformation and change is always messy and it's always difficult and there's nothing easy about it. And I think people always should go into it with eyes wide open of this experience. Even though I want it, I need this change it's not going to be comfortable because I do think we always expect things in our lives to be comfortable for us. And it's just not how it is when you're pushing yourself past something, going through something, um, it becomes hard and that is perfectly fine. And I love the word that you used. You said you, you gave yourself grace. I think that's beautiful. You give yourself grace. You give yourself grace to go through what you have to go through and to feel what you have to feel and know that at the other end of it, it's going to be a better result for yourself and that's self-aware and that self-knowledge and that's, um, and it's difficult. So I really appreciate you sharing that because I'm, I, I, think it is I think we always try to keep it real <laughs> on this podcast for sure about what it really takes to make change in your life that none of this is easy and never yeah, it's not no. rainbows and magic rainbows no and, and, no, and you can't wave like the that. magic wand and say okay poof life be better or job be better go, and I don't and I'm not and I don't want us to say that um I don't want people to be discouraged to look with no. them. I don't want people to be discouraged to change because when I get to the other side of these moments, it's, it's such a, it's such a light feeling. It's such a good feeling to know that I made these changes and, and, and it opens the door just so much more than I ever right. dreamed. And 
I like to say I'm a slow, stubborn <laughs> person and it takes me a long time because I do see people that get through things quickly some a lot and, and succeed quickly yeah. in so many things. And it's like, why not me? And it's like, I'm a New Yorker. Right. I'm stubborn. I, I like, I'm an Italian New Yorker, <laughs> stubborn. Yes. Like, I have to question everything. I have to try every which way before I find the right one for me. Like, I, I, I don't just follow what's written in the book. Yes. I have to do it all different ways before I get to. Uh, I should have just followed that. Well, well, we all we all have to do our own path. We have to do what works for us. I mean, and that's just how it is because it's exactly. there is no one path to get anywhere in this life. And the only the only time that you don't serve yourself is if you don't try, if you if you fail before you even try. Like that's the only time you don't serve yourself. Um, and all of us right. can move forward in our lives and do better and be better. And um, so I love this. I love it. You were on fire today and I love it because it was connected. I feel like this is something you were totally connected with today. This whole, the whole experience that you've been through. And uh, I think it's a beautiful thing, giving yourself grace. It's about forgiving yeah. ourselves, giving ourselves grace, knowing that it's okay to feel the feelings. Let yourself yes. feel the feelings. And when you're not able to feel the feelings because you're at work or you're at, you have a meeting or you have to take care of your kids, it's okay to put the feelings to the side and, and let yourself feel them later on in the day. That took a long time. Right, to learn. right. <laughs> For me, that was a long process. But I have control over when I let myself feel those feelings. Not letting myself feel those feelings at all only put me in a deeper hole. It put me to a hole where I didn't even know how to right. feel feelings anymore. And I had to learn how to let myself and give myself permission to feel them. Feelings are very much a part of us and they come from our thoughts. But we also could control when we feel them. So when you have to go to work, it's okay to put them on a, on a shelf and say, okay, tonight when I get home from work, I'm going to let myself feel them again. I need right. to get my job done today. Right. Um, and, and, and it's important to know that you can do that. Your feelings do not have to control you. You can control your feelings. But it's okay to let yourself feel right. them. Don't push right. them away. Don't push them away because if you push them away, they're going to come back again and they're going to come back harder. And you have to work through them and understand that they're coming from the thoughts in our minds and that we need to retrain mm -hmm. our minds to um, talk to ourselves differently. And that's when you become friends with it. Become friends with it and talk to yourself as if you're you're talking to your best friend, yeah. encouraging your best friend. Like you we don't do that for ourselves naturally. This is something you have to Absolutely. train yourself to do. No, I, I agree with you 150%, my friend. Absolutely. And I think it was a few podcasts ago that we talked about carving that time out. If you're really struggling with something, sit down and say, okay, this is going to be my worry time. This is going to be my feeling time. I'm going to allow myself for this 30 minutes or for this hour to sit down and journal, write, feel, whatever. And then I'm going to put, put that aside for the, for the time being and go do what I have to do, which I think I, I forgot when we talked about that, but you're exactly right. Well, we, we, I also, yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> the word, yes. 
and we can yes. talk about it on a podcast. Yes. So, See, yeah. tying it all together. <laughs> So why don't we wrap it up for today? Why don't we, one, people go get the ebook. The ebook is fabulous. Um, It's got a lot of helpful tools in it. And they can find that on the website as well as our other information. Allison, do you want to tell everybody? Um, You could go to mindbodyevolution.net and you will see our podcast there. You will see our ebook. When you click on the link for the ebook, it will ask for your email address. Put your email address in. We do not send bogus emails to people, so don't worry. You're not going to get any spam from us. No, no. We don't like spam either. Um, But it will, we will email you from time to time about different um, events and information that we're providing for our listeners and um our programs that we're um creating so um that's the only use for it we will not send you boring emails spam emails so please put the email address in if that's stopping you from wanting to get the e the ebook um you could get the ebook there and you could also find out information about me and Jen and our personal blogs are linked onto that website. If you want to look at what we write personally on our individual websites. So there's, it's a great website to get information about Jen and Allison. It's a great um, place to get our ebook and it's also a place. Yeah. So go and join it. Um, And all of our information will be at the in the information description section of our podcast at the bottom Right. <laughs> can, can you tell Allison is the one that does yes, the tech part yes. of all of this? Because I asked her a lot of questions. <laughs> and <laughs> good, 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 good. Yes. And I apologize if, if you guys heard Charlie snoring. She decided to go back to sleep and snore the entire podcast. But that's just my bulldog. She's a part of it. <laughs> so. Good, good, good. It's all good. Um. I would like to um, invite everyone that listens to this podcast to send me and Jen an email at info at monbody.net and tell us about your judger and tell us if you um, had found ways to help yourself um, change your thoughts of the judge. I'm really interested on other people's um, experiences and journeys on this. So I invite you to email us that um what you think about this today's podcast, what um, you have done to help your judger within yourself. I'm really, truly interested in, in hearing. Right. And I think it's mindbodyevolution.net, right? Yes. Info at mindbodyevolution.net. Yes. We would love to hear from you guys. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap. Uh, thanks, Allison. You you brought it today. I loved it. And I look forward to, to next week. Yes, I'm I, excited. I love our podcast. I know, I know, I know. I know. So All right, cool. Everybody have a lovely day.